And hello everyone, this is Rich Sports Talk, Sports Talk Worth a Million, and I'm your host, Nolan Rich. Thank you so much for joining us here on the program today. Well, it's the news that a lot of Jet fans dreaded. Christopher Johnson, after meeting with the media today, announced to the media that not only is Adam Gase going to be the head coach of the reign of the season for the New York Jets, but the plan is that Adam Gase will be back for the 2020 season. Now, for those of you joining us, you know my position on Adam Gase, but I want to start off before I get into Adam Gase with what I believe Christopher Johnson is thinking right now and what his rationale is. There are a lot of factors that I think play into Christopher Johnson's decision. The first is he hasn't allowed Adam Gase and Joe Douglas to have an offseason to work hand-in-hand and a draft to work hand-in-hand. The biggest issue was last year, remember when Johnson was criticized for allowing Mike McCagnin to not only have the draft, but sign free agents and then fire McCagnin afterwards. Now, you look at Joe Douglas, who I think can be a very good GM. From everything you heard about from his philosophy, I think he is a very good fit, especially for what the Jets need. They need to rebuild that offensive line, and they get a guy who most people understand around the league is not only good at finding offensive line talent, but makes an emphasis of building through the offensive line. So for Christopher Johnson, I think he that's in the back of his mind that he doesn't want to fire both a head coach and a general manager within a 12-month span. And I can kind of see why. I think he wants to keep this thing together because one of the biggest problems the Jets have had over the past decade was this flipping, flopping of head coaches and general managers where you had coaches and general managers not on the same page. You had it with Rex Ryan and John Idzik. Both had different agendas. Idzik wanted to rebuild. Ryan, of course, knew he had to win. Then you had the Todd Bowles, Mike McCadden, which was a little bit better, but also McCadden was brought in by the ownership. The head coach was brought in by a group that recommended him to the Jets, and there were stories about how the two of them were going different directions, how Bowles wanted to get players in at the trade deadline to make the team more competitive, but McCadden was working to a more long-term goal. So I can get why Christopher Johnson thinks this is the best way possible. He doesn't want to have to fire a head coach and bring in another head coach, go through that search again this offseason. I can understand that. And he wants to at least say, look, I gave Adam Gase a shot with Joe Douglas having a draft and having an offseason because last offseason was a mess. So I can get where he's coming from there. The other big reason, too, and he said it in the press conference, was They're all in on Sam Darnold, and I believe that part of the reason they want to keep Adam Gase, even though I do not like his offensive play calling, and even though I don't think he's developed Sam Darnold a lot this year, if any, in some ways I think Darnold has regressed in areas, but I think that their thought process is, look, we don't want to give Sam, who's going to be going to his third season, a third offensive coach. We just don't want to do it. We want to give him at least two seasons in one system. And the other reason, too, is Adam Gase, for whatever reason, has appealed to Christopher Johnson, and he's got a lot of excuses this year. I don't agree with them, but his excuses will be, well, all the offensive line injuries, we didn't have a great offensive line, I didn't get along with the general manager, we didn't have the draft that I wanted last year, and of course the injuries decimated this roster, especially key players such as Avery Williamson, C.J. Mosley. So this was as bad as it could have gone this season in terms of injuries, in terms of how the offseason was handled. There's a lot of excuses for Adam Gase this year, 
But the other thing, too, is I think he wants to represent, because don't kid yourself, the Jets are competing directly with the Giants. And right now, if the Giants lost to the Jets, the Giants look like a bigger mess than the Jets. And it looks like they're going to be completely rebooting their system. They look like they're going to get another head coach. So the Jets, even though I don't think Adam Gase is a great coach, are at least saying, hey, at least we have some stability. At least we have some stability going into next year. I don't agree with it because I do think you need to find the right head coach. And so far, Gase has not impressed me. And this is the trouble with this announcement. I get that it's coming at probably the best time of the season where Jet fans are not as angry as Adam Gase as they were after the Dolphins game. But here's the issue I have. The Jets have a very easy schedule, right? If Gase finishes well and Darnold plays well, this is my big thing. I don't care what the record is for the Jets. If Darnold shows me improvement over these last couple of games and finishes the season strong, I'll feel a lot better about 2020. But here's the big issue. You look at this schedule, outside of Baltimore, and you could make a case for Buffalo, although they haven't played well lately, the Jets could beat everyone on their remaining schedule. And you look at the quarterbacks they're going against, I mean, they should get a couple of wins. They should get a couple of wins. And it's not crazy to say this Jet team should have a winning record. At the bare minimum, they should be 4-3, and three, but they need to finish the season strong. And if they finish 5-7, and seven, get to 7-9, I think it looks better optically for Gase going forward. He's got the vote of confidence from the owner. But here's the other part of this, if it goes bad. If the players quit on Adam Gase this season, if Darnold regresses, what are you going to do at the end of the season? Because you've already said, well, he's coming back next year. Let's just say, worst case scenario. The Jets just completely bomb. The players don't buy into Gase. And the season ends horribly. What are you going to do then, Christopher Johnson? Are you going to fire your head coach that you backed? Because here's the other issue you now backed yourself into a corner with. If you do fire Adam Gase, and you're looking for another head coach you're going to have two big issues. Number one, and this shouldn't shock anyone, but the Jets just fired a head coach after one season. So new head coach, probably not liking that job security. But here's the second biggest reason. Would whoever you bring in as the head coach really trust you? Because now you've made it clear that not only does Adam Gase save this season, but you gave the promise that he is the head coach for 2020. But if this team quits on Gase and they finish horribly, let's say 3-13, and and you do make the decision to fire him, isn't that going to come up in a coach's meeting when you're looking at a new head coach and they look at you in the face and say, why should I come here? You not only fired a guy after one season, you didn't give him a general manager and allow him to handle free agency in the draft, but on top of that, you told everyone. You told the media and you told the fan base and you told this team hey, he's going to be back next season. And then you fire him. Why should I have any faith that you're going to keep me if things don't go well this first year? Because this is a rebuilding team. So Christopher Johnson now has backed himself into a corner. Because if he thinks 
that this is going to go over well with the fans, especially if this team loses. If this team loses to Washington, I understand that Johnson's trying to get that narrative of Firegase out of the press. But if this team loses to Washington with Dwayne Haskins, if this team loses to Miami again, if this team finishes 3-13 with the schedule they have the remainder of the season, oh boy, the fan base is going to be screaming to fire Adam Gase. And it's not just that they're going to be vocal. They're going to show you by not showing up. Look at the home crowds the rest of the season. If that building is filled with 80% fans of the visiting team, Jet fans are sending you a message, Christopher Johnson. They don't believe in this team, and they don't believe in you because you have put your faith in Adam Gase. Because what about Adam Gase this year has given you hope? I always look for a head coach. I say, okay, what is something that he has done well and I can build around? For Matt LaFleur, He has helped Aaron Rodgers. He's protected Aaron Rodgers. He's given Aaron Rodgers a run game. He's allowed Aaron to thrive in a new system. When I look at Cliff Kingsbury, Kyler Murray is lighting it up. He looks comfortable as a rookie despite not having a great offensive line. And he went, I can't even remember what the streak was, but he had a record of, I think, 150 pass attempts without an interception for a rookie. I mean, we're talking about ball security. I can at least say with Cliff Kingsbury, Cardinals are competitive. He's helping their quarterback. I look at new head coaches and I look at first-time head coaches in a new place. What are they doing well and what is different? What can I say honestly about Adam Gase that sticks out? Has Sam Darnold looked better this year? No. Does the offense look innovative this year? No. Are they utilizing their weapons on the offense? No. I mean, does Adam Gase forget he has Ty Montgomery, a good receiving back, Bilal Powell, a good receiving back? I understand Le'Veon Bell is not running the football, but why not put Le'Veon the slot more, give him in space more, and give him opportunities in space? I'm just looking and saying, this offense, I get the offensive line's bad. I completely get that. I understand that this is a woefully bad offensive line. But if you are an offensive head coach, if you're a great coach, you make those adjustments. Cliff Kingsbury understands, look, we have a horrible offensive line. What are they doing? Kyler Murray, you have two seconds to get rid of the football or you're throwing it into the bleachers or you're running. That's the adjustments they have to make. Did you know that Sam Darnold is top 10 in the league in QBR off of play action? Why aren't they doing more play action, lining him up under center? I mean, it drives me nuts whenever he's back in the shotgun constantly. So, for Christopher Johnson, I understand that he wants stability. He doesn't want the dysfunctional mess. He doesn't want the message that this organization is firing another head coach after year. That in the span of 12 months, they've gotten rid of a general manager and two head coaches. I get all of that, and I can see where his thinking is. But here's the problem. You have now put confidence in Adam Gase. And look, if he finishes the season well, the Jets go 7-9, 6-10, have a winning record over the last seven, does it completely appease this fan base? No, but if Sam Darnold looks good and he can build off this giant start and doesn't look terrible like the New England game, like the Miami game, then I think you can say, hey, you know, I gave this guy a vote of confidence, and look, he rebounded and took this team and won us a couple of games and we're in a better position heading into next season. Okay, but you forget the flip side. If they quit on Adam Gase, if this team 
finishes 3-13, and if this offense doesn't evolve, if Sam Darnold continues to regress, what are you going to do? Because now you've put yourself in position, if you do fire Adam Gase, that the next head coach can look at you and say, I'm not sure I want this job. Hey, you backed your former head coach. You said you did. And then he fired him less than half a season later. I get what Christopher Johnson's thinking is. And I get that he's a person. He didn't want to fire Mike McCagnan. He wants to win with his guys. And I get that. But you also have a good young quarterback that you have to develop. And I get the idea that you don't want to give him a third system. But if you feel that this coach is not maximizing his potential, then he has to go. If Darnold does not play well these last seven games, I'm not even as concerned about the record. Because I understand that this team, their defense is decimated with injuries. I get that. But Sam Darnold has to look good. I have to go into 2020 saying, okay, their defense is going to get healthier, but man, Sam looks good and Sam looks ready for year three. I can't go into 2020 saying, oh God, what's what's Sam going to look like next year? Is, is he going to be good? Is he going to regress? Is he still going to make some of these terrible decisions? What what's what's our quarterback going to be? And that's the big issue. Because I get Christopher Johnson. He drops us at the best time. He's good with the timing because Jet fans, this is probably the least amount of hatred they've had for Adam Gase, which isn't saying much. But right now, Christopher Johnson, he gave him the vote of confidence. Now we got to see what Adam Gase does with it. If he takes the baton and runs with it, I'm not going to love it, but... You feel slightly better going into 2020. But man, if he fumbles that baton and it, Darnold looks terrible, Johnson is going to be in a tough position because I know he's trying to sell the fan base, hey, he's going to be here for 2020, but this is a bad finish. You think it was bad before the Giants game with the fire Adam Gase chance? Oh, Chris, it's only going to get worse. That's going to do it for this episode of Rich Sports Talk. Thank you so much for joining us here today. Make sure to like and subscribe wherever podcasts are available, such as on SoundCloud, Spreaker, and iHeartRadio. And you can always check us out on social media and YouTube using the handle Rich Sports Talk. Once again, if you'd also like to get in touch with the show, you can email us at richsportstalk at gmail.com. But until next time, I'm your host, Nolan Rich, and this is Rich Sports Talk.